Hey guys, happy Friday and welcome back to our PAC Politics Podcast. Our podcast is brought to you by our United Resource PAC. We are a tax-exempt political organization. I am your host, Brittany McDowell. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Uh, It's Friday, right? Uh, So it's the last episode of this week. So on our last podcast episode, we talked about how, or I talked about, right? Um, We explored, just put it like that, we explored the fact that we're starting to see revived conversations around economic stimulus, but we really didn't delve into a specific question that most people have, and that is, hey, are we going to get another stimulus check? Is, Is a second check coming? Well, I have decided to dedicate this episode to that specific question. So sit back, let's dive in, and we will answer together the question of, are we going to get a second stimulus check? Let's get this show started. Okay, so I need to make something very, very clear. The problem that we are having has nothing to do with the stimulus checks uh, themselves. Um, the stimulus checks are not the problem when we can when we examine or try to figure out why we are not uh, seeing any progress really when it comes to economic stimulus. Um, what we've been dealing with. Um, well, before we get into what we've been dealing with, let me let me be fair, right? Uh, you know, I, I don't really, I'm not going to say I don't make an effort to be fair because you always want to be fair, right? But because we're not a, uh, a news podcast and we're actually a political organization that looks to get involved politically, I don't always try and, you know, um, strike that fair and balanced kind of, oh, well, they're bad and they're bad and they're good and they're good. Because that's not always the case. In most cases, there is someone who was wrong and there is somebody who was right, right? But let me let me be fair here. Let me strike that tone of fairness by saying that both the parties, the Democrats and the Republicans, when you look at stimulus checks for, for taxpayers, they actually they appear to agree, okay? Um, We're going to talk a little bit in depth in just a while about how the appearance isn't exactly what's going on. But, you know, because some people are trying really hard to make it seem like they give a damn, uh, I'll just be nice and be fair, as people like to say it, uh, and and say, hey, you get an A for effort, right? Um but but if but if you want to be very specific, if you want to be very specific and look at um, the Republicans, it's actually Donald Trump who uh, is is demonstrating a, a high level of favorability when it comes to pushing out those second stimulus checks. Um, obviously, he wants to do it before November, right? Uh, but again. Before we continue, before we start talking about stimulus checks and answering the question of are we going to get one, I want to make it clear that stimulus checks are not the problem. Stimulus checks are not what is keeping us from reaching 
a stimulus a, a package uh, or getting a stimulus package by reaching an, an agreement. All right, so let's get into the nitty gritty here, because if we're going to talk about stimulus checks and and if we're going to question if we are going to get a stimulus check, you have to talk about um, a a recent uh, announcement that came out, and that was that Nancy Pelosi is next week going to be bringing forth a proposal that is 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 seeking to really compromise in areas that um, she has been said not to compromise. So, what is it that we can actually expect from this? As we're going to dub it, this Pelosi compromise proposal. Um, well, regarding the stimulus checks, because I mean, obviously, stimulus packages include so much more than stimulus checks, right? They include include you know um, mortgage forgiveness and unemployment benefits and a whole heap of other things. But specifically related to stimulus checks, since that is the focus of this episode. It does include it, it. Well, it's not. It does because it doesn't exist yet. It is expected to include a twelve hundred dollars stimulus check for Americans, for individual Americans. The amount is still the same. Uh, the same as what we saw with the CARES package. So it is a twelve hundred dollar check. However, there is a difference in one specific area. Under with the CARES package. That economic impact payment of $1,200 we received allowed for or provided for a $500 um, uh, extra amount of economic benefit for dependents. So you got $500 for your dependents. It's expected that the Pelosi compromise, compromise proposal is going to provide for not $500 per dependent, but hear me out, it is, is, it's expected, it's expected, it's expected to go to $1,200 per dependent. So essentially, how a parent will receive $1,200, each child up to three dependents is expected to uh, get uh, essentially their own $1,200 as well. Now, this is just the expectation because we haven't actually had the proposal put out yet. We're expecting that next week as well as a vote on it next week. Uh, so, so yes, we are expecting to get um, an actual stimulus check proposed with what we're looking to see from Nancy Pelosi in the House. Another point of difference that I, that I want to kind of um, point out here as we talk about the Pelosi compromise proposal is, I don't know if any of you remember, but the HEROES Act that was passed months ago by the Democrats, it, it, it authorized um, slightly more than three, actually closer to $3.5 trillion. It was about, I think, like $3.4 trillion worth of new spending. But what we're expecting to see come out next week is a reduction of about a trillion dollars. So we're expecting to see this proposal cost $1 trillion less, bringing the total for the proposal to $2.4 trillion. So again, we're expecting that Nancy Pelosi will 
come down on what she's asking for by $1 trillion from her most recent position. That's not even the position, you know, she started with from the very beginning. Uh, and Republicans, just to, you know, talk about what they have done and where they have come down from. Republicans, uh, if you consider their skinny bill, as it's been dubbed uh, most recently, that came from the Senate or that was proposed in the Senate or put forth uh, for a vote in the Senate. Um, that bill uh, only brought them uh, $500, excuse me, $500 billion from the position which they had previously taken. So we saw, we see uh, we're expected to see, let me just kind of summarize here, we're expected to see Nancy Pelosi come away from her desired position. She's willing to move $1 trillion where Republicans were willing to move half of that, only $500 billion. Uh, so we're seeing more movement, more compromise coming or we're expecting to see more compromise, as has been the case, come from the Democrats. The perception by most people, not everybody, but the perception by most people is that Republicans have been refusing to stimulate the economy. And I want to address, I want to, I want to speak to that. I want to answer the question, why have Republicans refused to stimulate the economy? Um, and, and before we can even answer that question, Let's first address and speak to uh, the ways in which Republicans have refused to stimulate the economy. The Republicans have opposed um, the, I mentioned uh, when we talked about the expected compromise deal that's coming from Pelosi next week, uh, I mentioned the HEROES Act and that it had a 34 trillion dollar-ish price tag. They opposed that. Um, they stated that the reasons for opposition were due to um, the, the fact that they didn't feel state and, and local governments needed assistance. They didn't feel that state and local governments needed to be, as they saw it and as they called it, bailed out from, from bad mismanagement. You know, they didn't want to just help at all. They also uh, rejected the previous proposal uh, based on the fact that it included an extension with those federally uh, granted unemployment, um, uh, the unemployment assistance, the unemployment stimulus. So they rejected it because of that. Um, so it was primarily those two things that they stated uh, as the reason for their opposition to previous, uh, to previous stimulus, previous su suggested stimulus. What we've seen from congressional Republicans and by and large, just general congressional leaders, if you remember around, actually it started before we saw the House proposal and then it kind of ramped up after. 
we saw this call for a pause, right? They wanted to pause on stimulating the economy. So not only do we have uh, the fact that, quite frankly, their re Republicans have outright refused to um, to go along with them for the longest time, counter by providing uh, something else for us to even consider. Um, when you consider that along with the fact that, uh, again, they were they were literally calling for us to do nothing. They dubbed it a pause, but essentially what it was was them shouting from the top of their lungs, let's do nothing. So when you consider those two things, I mean, there are more things that you could bring up for consideration. When you consider those two things, think about the Democrats. And again, I, I, I must disclose here because I can hear it now. People saying, well, obviously you're advocating uh, in favor of Democrats because you're a Democrat. I'm not a Democrat. You're, uh, Brittany, you're advocating for um, the, you're, you're saying that the Democrats are doing right and the Republicans are doing wrong because you are a political organization and you're a Democrat pol uh, political organization. We're a non-connected super PAC. We have no affiliation in any way, shape, or form with any political party. And that's one of the beauties of uh, who we are and what we do as an organization. We can actually call out wrong as wrong and right as right without any uh, without any tie to specific ideology. We're not bound by ideology or political affiliation because as an organization, although we are political, we don't subscribe to any, right? But so here's the deal. Be honest with yourselves. Look at the Democrats. Look at what they have opposed and why they have opposed things. They absolutely have been in opposition to certain things. But I want you to think, put your thinking cap on and ask yourself, is there a record of Democrats saying no to stimulus checks? Can you think of any time on television or with anything that you've read or, uh, you know, somebody catching a, a Democrat saying, we're, we don't want to provide. We're not given one red nickel dime or cent for stimulus checks. We don't need it. Let's pause and not give stimulus checks. Truth is, you are not going to find any examples of that happening because that has not happened. Democrats have not. There's no record of Democrats saying oh, that, or, or, or trying to keep Americans from getting stimulus checks. But hold on, I feel a sneeze coming. <laughs> Excuse me. There is, I hate to break it to you, there is, there are several, several, several records of congressional Republicans flat out saying that they want to avoid sending out, not just, not just avoid stimulating the economy. They have explicitly stated that they want to avoid sending out stimulus checks. Now, here's here's the deal though. That is some, not not all, but some congressional Republicans. You're looking at about a, you know, about 20-ish or so um that that are that have taken that position. Uh however, here's the deal. That is coming from congressional Republicans and yes, we do have a Republican president. Let's actually speak to our Republican president Donald Trump. 
Donald Trump and his administration, they are actually detached from congressional Republicans in that regard. Donald Trump is actually advocating for um, another round of stimulus checks. Uh, And it's interesting because when you look at Republican leaders, namely Mitch McConnell, right, over there in the Senate, um, what we saw, he was the main person who was calling for the pause. Let's, let's pause. Let's, let's take a pause. We're going to pause, 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 pause. Like he was the main person calling for a pause, right? But it's interesting because after we saw the call for the pause and you started to, you started to see people actually speak to this call call for a pause and what it actually was and that it was um, just obviously an attempt to say that they didn't want to help people without actually saying they didn't want to help people because they understood the optics of saying we don't want to help people. And most people understood the optics, not all. Some people, uh, some Republicans, quite frankly, wore unwillingness to help as a badge of honor, like totally detached from reality, right? Um, But while we were seeing Mitch McConnell kind of say, pause, 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 one of the things that we started to see at a certain point, which is kind of why you no longer hear pause, 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 pause anymore. Um, well, well, let me, okay, let me speak to that. The The reason that they say that they wanted a pause or a pause, I like saying it like that, right? Pause, we want a pause. Uh, the reason Mitch McConnell was claiming he wanted a pause <laughs> like tickle pink over here saying pause uh the reason mitch mcconnell one more time for the record the reason mitch mcconnell wanted a pause was because he said that they wanted to to analyze the data uh they wanted to allow time for cares act funding to be spent now in all fairness, right? That's that's the word of the day. Fairness. In all fairness, not all funds from the CARES Act have been spent. However, a good majority, a significant majority of those funds have been spent. Uh, a majority enough to the point where um, anything left that is left to be spent um, is likely to have less impact um, economically than the amount of money that has already been spent. So if we are looking to see, well, let's continue to pause at this point uh, on September 25th, if we're looking to say, well, let's continue to pause because we we didn't spend all of the money, um, we are less likely to see uh, economic benefit that is on par with or that exceeds any economic benefit that we've seen to this point by the money um, in comparison to the money that's already been spent from the CARES Act. So getting back to the polls, or I didn't say that the right way. Hold on. You got to like reach deep back in your throat to say it like that, right? Paul, like, see, now I can't even say it right. Anyways, so when we look back at the pause, I promise you I'm done saying polls. (laughs) Okay, when we look at the pause and we look at why they say they wanted the pause. They wanted the pause because it, you know, it was, we just, we needed time to see 
what was going on with the economy and 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 how the money that would was being spent what the overall impact was but at a certain point people started calling Mitch McConnell out and like saying yo like your pause is actually a a, a soft proposal excuse me a, a soft refusal you're refusing to help the economy you're refusing you're refusing to help the american people it's kind of like <clears throat> like if you were a kid and let's say for instance you wanted a piece of candy at the store uh and i don't know that's not a good example let's say if you wanted something as a kid i don't know when you wanted and what you wanted you wanted something from most likely your parents and you know you may have may have been hit with rather than if your parents knew that you would throw a tantrum throw a hissy fit especially if you were in target and you they didn't want you to cause a scene and people to think that their kid was absolutely nuts for falling out on the floor and rolling out you you may have been hit with a not a no i'm not buying you that toy timmy you may have been hit with a well maybe later or let's go look around the store and we'll come back even though your parents knew that they weren't going to get you that toy they weren't going to get you that piece of candy they very well knew what was going to happen but they wanted to soften the blow for you. They didn't think that you could take the refusal. You could, as a kid, they knew you were going to lose your mind. And so that's what, that's what people were saying. Like, yo, Mitch, you think people are going to lose their minds? Like, just, just be honest. Like you're, you don't want to, you don't plan to help the American people. So all of that said, we went from Republican leaders, mainly Mitch McConnell here, going from taking that position to taking the argument and 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 making it one about the overall price tag, which is kind of where we are now, which is why it's a big deal, as I referenced earlier, that Nancy Pelosi, uh, as part of the Pelosi compromise proposal, is willing to come down from a $3.4 trillion package to a 2.4 trillion dollar package but so in in the in the emphasis of in the um not in the emphasis in the um in the uh to be fair i i'm totally guys it's five o'clock in the morning and i have not had my coffee it's it's not anything for me to um be up this early i'm up early i start my day like at two o'clock in the morning that's not the problem the problem is that i have not had my coffee so i cannot think so i apologize um to to be fair here though when you look at the heels act uh which was the the proposal or excuse me that was the legislation that was proposed by the republicans what most people um it, it was what we got before we got the skinny bill okay uh, the Heels Act, which was about a trillion dollars, it included, and we're being fair here, the Heels Act, what we saw before, if we if we think in terms of kind of chronological events, you had the, from the Republicans, you had the Heels Act, and then you had the Skinny Bill. So the Heels Act was first. Heels Act was dubbed around a uh, trillion dollars. Uh, the Skinny Bill was dubbed around $500 billion, half of that. The what we first got from the Republicans, the Heals Act, did have a second round of stimulus checks, and those checks were the same size. 
So they were $1,200 and they had the same eligibility criteria as the CARES Act. So it was not $1,200 per dependent, it was $500 per dependent. So they were willing at that time to give people a stimulus check. And sure, at the time you had some Republicans who did not want to spend one red cent nickel dime dollar to stimulate the economy, but we still did see in that legislation we still did see a call to support or to assist the American people with direct stimulus. But what came after that, the skinny bill, as the Republicans, excuse me, as the Democrats have called it, or the emaciated bill, as it's been called, um, that in order to placate to fiscal hawks, and you could make the argument that, you know, they're not really fiscal hawks because they don't mind spending money, but they just, it's, it's about who they spend the money with, not so much how much they spend. Uh, the, in order to kind of uh, pander to a specific segment, uh, about 20, 20 Republicans, what we saw with the skinny, with the emaciated, uh, bill from the Republicans was a removal of that stimulus check. So uh, in the beginning, Republicans were willing to propose providing stimulus checks, direct stimulus checks to the American people. But the most recent proposal that we have received from them no longer has stimulus checks on the table. That is why you have people asking why have Republicans refused to stimulate the economy? Because everything that we see from them at this point indicates that specifically related to stimulating the economy by giving uh, individual Americans direct stimulus, everything indicates that they are not willing to do, to do it anymore, especially the fact that the recent legislation does not call for that. It does not do it. So in comes President Trump. President Trump might be the key for Americans getting another stimulus check. So can he actually help Americans? Can President Trump actually help get Americans another stimulus check? Well, let's talk about that. Everyone knows that President Trump was super excited about one thing and one thing alone. Can you guess what it was? It was the payroll tax cut, right? Um, now, he, he was very enthusiastic about that. He was very excited about that. He pushed for that. That's not really what we're seeing him push for anymore. He has long ago kind of stopped the push for that. Um, but while he was very in, and super enthusiastic about that, uh, we have started to see a certain level of enthusiasm, not to the same extent of what we saw with the payroll tax cut, but we have started to see a certain level of enthusiasm um, from him regarding stimulus checks, um, primarily because he actually understands that politically, which is the name of the game here, right? This is politics. Politically, uh, 
regular people, they actually need help and they need help in the form of a new stimulus deal that, that they, that regular people can't be left out of a new stimulus deal. Like what we saw proposed uh, with the skinny bill, the skinny emaciated bill from the Senate. So with him understanding that, or you might even say despite him understanding that, there are a few things that are working against the president. Um, we've seen, if you've, it's, it's a little bit harder to kind of pay attention to the numbers and kind of track the numbers because one, we don't really see them reported every day as they once were. Um, in terms of like, you know, the breaking news and stuff like that. you don't the COVID-19 <clears throat> is not getting the same level of attention. Right. And um, despite the fact that most people might not be paying attention for whatever reason or might not be as aware, what we are seeing is we're seeing a spike in, in COVID-19 cases, specifically in states that uh, we're very quick to reopen business. And as a result of that, we're starting to see um, the return of restrictions with businesses where you have like either certain types of businesses that have to close or we're seeing uh, a, a further reduction in capacity or we're seeing restriction in hours of operations in whatever form we're starting to see specifically in cases where those spikes are starting to go up again we're seeing a a new set of restrictions. And in some cases, we're seeing some some stay-at-home orders. And quite frankly, it's expected as we move further into our recent crossover into fall and we head closer to winter and we actually get to winter uh, more and more for more and more places, more business restrictions and stay-at-home orders is going to be the norm. Um, we've also seen uh, a recent kind of damp hold on, uh, on the, uh, on, on this tout of the economy doing better. Uh, if, if you think back to probably around June, that was where, when the June jobs report came out, that was where we started to hear, oh, the economy is recovering. Things are so great. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Like this is the best economy ever. Like we have more jobs than ever before. And people are out buying gold and just dancing on the golden streets. Right. Like they were just, just hoobahing it up. Right. Uh, when we got that June jobs report. <sighs> so we, we got the June jobs report. June looked, well, it, when we got that, that looked pretty good. The July jobs report looked pretty decent. But things are starting to shift down again, right? Um, we're not, that that level of, of greatness regarding our economy that people were talking about, um, is, is not as evident, not saying that we don't have aspects of the economy that are doing okay for the most part. Um, we have more aspects of our economy that are not doing as well than, than aspects of the economy that are doing well. 
uh, or if they're doing a little bit better than they were before, the, the trend of them is starting to, things are starting to kind of trend in a downward direction. So that's going against the president. And then speaking of downward direction, um, when, when you look at some of the polls, there is quite an indication that it is less likely or excuse me, it's more likely than not that the president is not going to be reelected. And so all of those things, among other things that I, that I really didn't care to talk about, pretty much these things are, are uh, contributing to the idea that not just the president, but overall his various members of his, his, his administration uh, the idea that, hey, we actually need to appeal to individuals and we need to actually help them and give them economic relief in the form of a stimulus check. Uh, now, who is to say? I mean, you could hypothesize that if many of these things or even one of the previous things that I had mentioned were not the case, that we most likely wouldn't be getting talks of, of stimulus. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? So the I, I want to make it clear that President Trump, guys, he is not the problem. I mentioned that earlier stimulus checks were not the problem. We we're not. Um, at this place of an impasse with stimulus talks because of uh, stimulus checks being the problem, despite the fact that people, namely congressional Republicans, don't want to provide stimulus checks. But President Trump, if if you want to blame President Trump for um, as the reason we're not seeing progress, as I've seen not a lot, but I've seen some people, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, it's President Trump's fault. Da, da, da. If, if you were to fall into that camp, you would be sorely mistaken because as it relates to Republicans, he's really the main and prominent Republican who is actually pushing to really provide stimulus checks to people. Um, he actually went so far as to recently suggest that Congress should authorize him to take some of the unused, uh, I mentioned how we didn't use all of the money from the CARES Act, that Congress should authorize him to use the remaining funds to just cut out checks to American people. Uh, he did that around a little bit after the executive order came out that issued that $300 um, for uh, federal economic benefit, or excuse me, stimulus from, uh, from FEMA. Uh, it was not too long after that that we got that suggestion. So, um, and even, even, excuse me, even relatively more recent than that, when you look at, if you remember the um, bipartisan proposal that came from the House Problem Solvers Caucus that looked to spend $1.5 trillion over a fairly short period of time that included stimulus checks with the same provisions as the CARES Act, Donald Trump excuse me, our president actually supported that as well. So again, let's, in the, in the word of the day here, let's be fair. President Trump is not the holdup when it comes to us getting a stimulus package. So if any Democrats say that, they are lying. President Trump is not hurting. He's not, he's not holding that up. Um, at least uh, if if you look at the surface level. We don't know what's kind of going on very deeply behind the scenes, 
but just from what we see, the appearance is not that Donald Trump is the reason we are not seeing a stimulus package. So President Trump is actually in the position where he's looking to help Americans get a stimulus check. Going forward, what should people be expecting regarding stimulus negotiations? Well, there are many things that are working in in favor, uh, in support of us getting another stimulus package, but then there are also things that are working against us getting a stimulus package coming to a deal. Let me give you an example of that. Like if you look at, for instance, the November elections, this has been one of the things that I've 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 made very, 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 very clear that the November elections are working against us getting another stimulus bill, excuse me, another stimulus uh, package. It's actually working against the current negotiation efforts. If you look at um, the fact that the re- the economy uh, is 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 kind of it, it, the recovery is slowing down related to the economy. Things aren't doing as well as was uh, inferred and projected to just even in the past month or two. That is working in favor of us actually uh, getting. Uh, coming to an agreement regarding stimulus negotiations because things aren't really going too well. Uh, But more things, those are just two examples, two, one thing that's working for us, one thing that's working against us. Truth be told, it's like there's something in my throat. There is, there's more working against us in terms of getting another stimulus um, deal passed before the election then there are things working for us. So if you are questioning, well, what can we expect? As it currently stands, don't expect too much because there's too much working against the American people and our ability to see something regarding these negotiations. Um, some people, one of the things that we saw kind of thrown out that should be thrown out is that the, the government is, is kind of posed to shut down on the 30th. So in about five days, um, because that's the end of the fiscal year, what we do need is we need, um, a kind of a stopgap spending bill. And a lot of people were suggesting that what might become the vehicle for stimulus is to kind of tack that on to the 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 step the stopgap spending bill. So you know, if you want to continue to fund the government, you need to pass X, Y, and Z related to a stimulus package. Originally, it was said that hey, you know, we're not going to do that, then we are going to do, we, we kind of went back and forth, um, between, you know, knowing if, if that was going to happen or that was not going to happen. Um, we recently have had, had an agreement struck, uh, where people have agreed to go ahead and pass the stopgap spending bill for us not to have a government shutdown in five days without adding anything related to the economic stimulus to it. 
So that idea that was thrown out needs to be thrown out because that's not going to happen. The idea that we're going to use that to get something passed with stimulus. Quite frankly, if you ask me, I think we should be, okay, let, let's not get into what Brittany thinks because Brittany, <laughs> Brittany thinks that, you know, extreme times kind of call for extreme measures, right? But anywho, um, we have some, let's just call them what they are, anti-stimulus Republicans. Um, you have some people, some anti-stimulus Republicans who a lot of people, namely Nancy Pelosi, did not think had as much power as they actually do. But it's becoming very, very clear that we are literally allowing about 20 people in this country. We are allowing those 20-ish people uh, to keep our economy from uh, uh, recovering in a more effective and efficient manner. Um, and for that reason, again, I think, as I literally just stated, kind of extreme times call for these extreme measures. Um, I mean, if you've already struck a deal to go ahead and not shut down the government, like, if, if you ask me, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. Um, we're going to, we're going to shut down anyways. Like if, if the economy just keeps spiraling down, right? Shut it down until we can get something. That's just me. My word of the day is now shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. Because these 20 or so anti-stimulus Republicans are willing to shut it down. You meet crazy with crazy. That's all I'm saying. So let's get straight to the, the question of the day, which is, are we moving closer to uh, another round of stimulus checks? Well, let's, let me be very, very blunt with you. I, I, I think I've been blunt before, but I, I wanted to talk about this today because I want to be very, 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 very blunt so there's no confusion, okay? Because, yes, I did talk about in the previous podcast that you know, we are starting to see conversation around stimulus kind of be revived. But hear me out. Let me make this very, very clear. The closer we get to the election without there being a deal, the likelihood of us reaching a stimulus deal decreases. That is the main thing you need to know. Literally, tomorrow morning, when you wake up and you see that there is no deal, I'm telling you there will not be a deal. We have less of a chance tomorrow than we do today of there actually being a deal regarding stimulus. Another thing to consider, the better Wall Street does, the likelihood of a deal decreases. That's particularly important because uh, I talked about, I think in the last episode, I talked about what, no, I talked about on Monday, some someday this week, <coughs> I talked about what happened with the stock market and um, kind of what we saw that day, but there has been a rebound, uh, but we are not going to make this about the stock market, right? Um, but the better Wall Street does, the better the stock market does, the less likely, especially over a longer period of time, uh, the less likely you are to actually see uh, a stimulus check appear in your mailbox or in your bank account. I need you to know something. 
no matter what the reason, whether it's the elections or Wall Street or jobs reports, because you will always have something be brought up as the reason that we are not seeing a stimulus package passed. When people do not want to send a stimulus check, when they don't want to stimulate the economy, there is always going to be a reason for them to say that they don't need to stimulate the economy. Even if evidence shows that passing a stimulus package could make our recovery quicker, point of it is, if they don't want to do it, they will find some reason. I, I, I demonstrated with Mitch McConnell earlier. You know, at first it was pause, 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 pause. Then it became numbers. There will always be a reason if people don't want to stimulate the economy. Doesn't doesn't matter if it can make it better. But here's the deal. If there is a deal, I also want to make this clear. If we somehow get a package, okay, it is very likely that that package will include another round of second stimulus checks. You will get a second $1,200 stimulus check, okay? That's probably the only thing that you can count on if it passes. Can't count on those unemployments, can't, can't count on any of that, but you can probably and most likely, it is very probable that you can count on that. But don't count on it being probable tomorrow, the day after, the day after, the day after. As we move closer to the election, don't count on it being probable that we'll see <clears throat> a package pass before the election. That is what I want you to take away from this. Are you on Facebook? We're on Facebook. Check out our Facebook page in the description box of this episode. We have our blog posts. We share our latest episodes. We share relevant information related to COVID-19 economic stimulus and relief. Again, we do it all on our Facebook page. Check it out in the description box of this episode. See you there. Nancy Pelosi next week is at least making an effort, a genuine effort in the form of a four, excuse me, a $2.4 trillion compromise proposal uh, that should put a $1,200 at the very least stimu economic stimulus payment in your hands. But that's not what we're seeing from congressional Republicans and conservative leaders like Mitch McConnell, uh, people who have from the very beginning been wanting to pause or as i've been saying it pause uh as as mitch mcconnell has been saying it pause they've been wanting to pause on getting you a 1200 stimulus check while they have no problem at all sending many 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 times more than that to organizations to companies that are in some cases the companies that uh 
are their boss, right? You are not their boss. The American people are not their boss. What, what do I mean? Companies are assisting these politicians by making contributions to their campaigns and keeping them reelected. And that is why you have people like Mitch McConnell who are able to stay in office, who keep their jobs, despite the fact that they don't actually work for the American people. He's made it very, very clear that he is willing to work for the people who are willing to support his campaign. Those companies, these big, 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 big companies who who give much, much, much to the man, right? Uh, but anyhow, what we are looking to do, again, we're a political organization. We're not just some news organi- organization talking about the news. <clears throat> We're a political organization and we run political ads either in support of politicians or against politicians. We are going to call for a pause on congressional Republicans uh, who don't want to, who, who want to pause on you. If, if congressional Republicans want to pause on the American people, we want to pause on those congressional Republicans. And so what we are in the process of doing is we're putting together efforts to run political ads against politicians, specifically congressional Republicans who are not looking to help the American people. Now, all of these congressional Republicans who are calling for a pause or who are unwilling to help stimulate your economy, not all of them are up for re-election in November. That's okay. Because while they are hoping that the average American, that their constituents forget about the fact that they called for a pause and didn't want to help people, we as an organization are going to remember. And we, even in that next election cycle, are going to run ads against them to remind people that, hey, you called for a pause. And now it's time to call for a pause on you. So any of these congressional Republicans that want to pause, pause by all means pause as long as you want to because we are about to call for a pause on you we need your help to make our pause on their pause possible so if you would consider in the description box below make a contribution doesn't matter the amount in the description box below look for the option that says make a contribution and you can help us in whatever amount you can run those political ads as much as I would like to approach organizations and say hey we want to advertise and we want to pay with a we want to pay with the pause or pay with goodwill it takes money to run the ads and this is where we need your help if you can't make a contribution that's okay don't feel pressure but if you can even if it's just you know five dollars ten whatever you can helps us run these ads so in advance thank you so much because again they want to call for a pause and we're about to call for one too hey this is Brittany. just wanted to shoot you a quick reminder look in the description box of this episode and you can find a link to our website on our website you can find our latest blog posts you can find our contact information you even want to make a contribution you can go over there and do that as well you can find out the policies we are looking at and targeting as an organization you know i say all the time that we are a tax-exempt political organization if you want to know more about that again go on over to our website our-pack.com where you can find out everything you want to know you can do everything you want to do we will gladly 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 welcome you on our website with open arms again check out our website in the description box below
right, guys, that wraps up our Friday episode for our Pack Politics podcast. Remember, take this away. The stimulus checks are not the problem. The stimulus checks are not what is keeping us from actually coming to an agreement on a stimul on with the stimulus negotiations. Uh, next for next week, hopefully, we'll be talking about this Pelosi compromise proposal because it should be out, and we are expecting a vote on it next week. Um, I am looking forward to seeing if we are going to continue to see especially once the the Pelosi compromise proposal is released, are Republicans going to refuse uh, to stimulate the economy with that? What is, what what are they going to, what is going to be their problem then? Right. Um, Is it still going to be the price tag? Who knows? That's what their current argument is. Um, And uh, we'll, we'll also be looking forward to, what president trump says about the proposal and just in general we we want to hear more about um just his thoughts on on uh being willing to uh stimulate the economy because he definitely is is willing to uh he's just not really as able as the constitution uh as as he might like the constitution to allow right uh the constitution does kind of place some limits on on what he can actually do in terms of stimulus but um guys i don't know these stimulus negotiations they are not really going as well as most people would like uh but i i mean i'm i'm not gonna say i'm truly optimistic about what's gonna happen this upcoming week but we'll see what happens regarding negotiations uh but uh in in whatever case i do think at some point we will get another round of stimulus checks it just is not really likely that it's going to be before the election um and and uh, yeah okay I, i can get into the specifics of what happens after the election it really just depends on what the what the house looks like what the senate looks like and obviously who is the president but i've covered that in another episode and i'm not gonna get into that now because this is the end of the friday episode and again you've been listening to our pack politics podcast again uh, thank you so much i will see you monday enjoy your weekend stay safe and as i always say wear your hazmat suit <laughs>